Okay, this is scary. An increasing number of Canadians are turning to assisted reproduction. And uh, with that in mind, scary news this week that Canada's largest importer of donor sperm has repeatedly brought semen into the country from foreign sperm banks that was not fully screened for infectious diseases. We're talking about HIV, hepatitis, syphilis. And then they distribute it to, to, it, it, to physicians and fertility clinics to use on patients trying to get pregnant. I, I, your head spins when you hear something like that. Uh, this is New Market-based Outreach Health Services, and it's failed its annual safety inspection with Health Canada three times in recent years because of serious violations to, of legislation and regulations intended to protect Canadians using donor sperm. You think about people that are going to do this. These are people that really want a baby, and they're hoping uh, that their dreams are going to come true. And, you know, this is risky business now. The federal, with that in mind, though, the federal government has said that it's received no reports of infection uh, transmission related to the breaches. But a lot of these women have no idea that they may have been subjected to this. And so they may not have reported it or been screened for it. Uh, the federal government does not require sperm importers to be licensed. And as a result, authority over the industry is limited. And uh, it, it's a scary situation. There are a lot of people that are calling for changes to the 2004 Assisted Human Re- Reproduction Act. We're joined by uh, Anthony Housefather, who is an MP for Mount Royal and Commons Justice Committee chair. And Anthony, I really appreciate you joining us on the show because I think this is a serious, serious topic. Uh, pleasure to be with you, Kelly. And I agree. This is something where there needs to be a thorough review of the law and, and serious amendments need to be made. Yeah, you want a big change. I I do. I think the law itself is antiquated. It talks about a family structure that we don't have today. It was developed by a commission that met in 1988 called the Baird Commission. And at the time, you didn't have same-sex couples that we recognized as families. You didn't have this recognition that there'd be a lot of infertile heterosexual couples that would want to make use of assisted reproduction. And you didn't have the idea that singles might want to be parents. So we've classified everything in a way that's made the sperm industry in Canada, the surrogacy industry in Canada, and the egg donor industry in Canada illegal, and we end up importing from abroad, uh, leading to our safety regulations not being followed. It makes no sense. Well, you can legally donate sperm, but you can't get paid for it. You can't get compensated for it. And that is, uh, you feel that that's a bit of a problem. Why? Well, so before this law was adopted in the 1990s, we had about 30 sperm banks in Canada. Mm -hmm. Today, we essentially have one functioning sperm bank. And the health regulations we've imposed, which makes a lot of sense, that you have to have a 180-day period between your first donation and when when they check it again uh, for disease a second time, Uh, the person having to return to the bank multiple times, multiple questionnaires, multiple doctor visits, it no longer makes sense that that person is going to do it without being paid. So what we essentially do, Kelly, is we buy sperm from the U.S. where the donors are paid and where our health regulations aren't followed and use that sperm instead of having Canadian sperm where we follow our health regulations. Yeah, I was floored when I heard that the current regulations right now, they leave it to the sperm banks mm-hmm. to report investigations into potential disease transmission to Health Canada. But Canada has no authority over the sperm banks, So, you know, uh, most of them aren't going to report it. Exactly. The whole idea is we shouldn't be importing sperm as if we had rules that were consistent with other Western countries, we would be paying donors and we'd have ample sperm from Canadians where we followed our health regulations and we wouldn't have a problem. And and to me, that's the serious issue. We tolerate sperm coming to the country where the donor was paid 
but we won't allow confirm donors in Canada to be paid. It makes no sense. Well, uh, some of the opponents say that, you know, they, they oppose the idea of uh, commoditizing sperm because it also opens the doors to compensating organ and, and tissue donors. What do you say to that? I just think you have to look at everything by itself. The, the failure to allow us to compensate egg donors or spurgates is one of the last vestiges in Canada of laws where women aren't allowed to control their own bodies. The same is true in the case of men with sperm. I mean, in most countries in the Western world, including our neighbors to the South, you're allowed to compensate donors, you're allowed to compensate surrogates, and in return for that, health regulations are supposed to be followed. And I think that would be the simplest and most convenient way to make sure that we have safe sperm, safe eggs, and surrogacy that works in Canada. We're talking to Anthony Housefather, who is MP for Mount Royal and Commons Justice Committee Chair. Anthony, how did you get interested in this? Because you just, you were talking about the control women have over their own body. Uh, How did you get interested in this subject of uh, the idea of maybe uh, just taking this whole act, uh, the the Assisted Human Reproduction Act, and overhauling it? It's a great question, Kelly. So before I was um, elected, I was a mayor, but I was also the general counsel of a computer company. And being a lawyer, I had a lot of friends that would ask me for free legal advice. And, and, and I have a lot of friends who had infertility fertility issues in their relationships, and, and they were trying to hire surrogates, and they were all going to the States. And I couldn't understand why I was being asked to look at so many surrogate agreements from the U.S., and none were Canadian. And then I started looking into it. And I realized that we've sent everybody to the United States because we've essentially made it impossible to do this properly in Canada. And, and so at that point, I was on the verge of being elected. I said that would be one of the things that I wanted to work on as an MP to push the Minister of Health or through a private member's bill to, to overhaul the Assisted Human Reproduction Act. There, uh, you know, this is such a lengthy article that the Toronto Star did on, uh, you know, they feature you in it and some other people that are advocating for and against uh, the idea of paying for sperm, do- you know, sperm donations. Uh, one woman said she'd rather see Ottawa do more to encourage Canadian men to donate altruistically yeah. uh, by removing disincentives. Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, I guess the disincentives yeah. are the fact that, you know, with this outdated family law, donors could be on the hook for parental obligations. Unfortunately, Ottawa can't do much about that because that's that's provincial. So so what Ottawa could do would be allow payment. And and if you think about it, right, you're saying to somebody they're not just going in there once and donating like you used to 30 years ago. You're going through extensive health tests. You're going through um, them not only once, but a second time 180 days later. You're going through extensive questionnaires. You're now devoting 20, 30, 40, 50 hours of your time over a six-month period to donate sperm, and that's on a one-time basis. Mm. It doesn't make sense that you're not being compensated for that uh, when we compensate people for every other type of work. And, And in the end result, I don't think that's a practical alternative. And she's still tolerant and accepts the fact that we import sperm from elsewhere where they're, they're paying their donors. It doesn't, it's, it's hypocritical. So what are you hearing from Ottawa, Anthony, on uh, your... <laughs> well, I'm standing in Parliament right now, and I've, I've, fortunately I had a meeting uh, yesterday on this with, uh, with the staff um, from, the, from, from the Health Canada, um, from the parliamentary, uh, from, from the minister's uh, political staff, and, 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 and they're seriously considering this. There's right now consultations going on on regulations to the Act, and what I suggest to everyone who's making comments on those regulations uh, is say that you want a further examination of the whole Act. I've been working with lawyers and doctors in the industry. I think we all have a consistent approach that we're all asking for the same thing, that it be decriminalized and regulated, and I'm hoping that everyone pushes their own MPs to, to support that.